This is the Business Storytelling Show with Christoph Trapp. Name a top 20 storytelling podcast and a top 5% podcast globally. Christoph chats with thought leaders and experts to share tips and tricks that can help you tell your company's stories better to drive business results. Available wherever you listen to podcasts, live streamed on major social media channels, and part of the DB&A television network, available on most U.S. television sets and streaming on Roku and Amazon Fire. Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hey, how's everyone doing? Business Storytellers, thanks for joining me. Another live stream of the Business Storytelling Podcast. Really appreciate you tuning in. Today, we are live on Amazon, uh, LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. And of course, the podcast version will be available on all the different podcast channels. There's like 20, something like that. I don't know. I can't keep track. Today, we want to talk about Instagram for business. And so I just, I got my latest book here, Instagram for business for dummies. I don't know that I have to think of myself as a dummy, but I'll take it very interesting read. And of course, we're not currently live streaming to Instagram because you're not allowed to, as far as I know. We'll ask the guest about that later. And of course, it's it's the wrong way, or or if you ask them, it's the right way. So let's get today's guest on the show. As you know, I have to use uh, click a bunch of buttons here. Um, if you're wondering, I'm still using Switcher Studio, switcherstudio.com, use Trap1, gets you one month off, and I want to show this to you. Um, so I got this awesome dashboard right here, and my grapes fall down. Um, so there you go. Everything is on my iPad, on my studio, my Switcher Studio, so to speak, and that's where I'm producing the show. Corey Walker is today's guest. Corey, thanks for joining us. Really appreciate you coming back on. Yes, thanks for having me again. It's time for another book launch. <laughs> yeah. Before we went on air, Corey dared me to use one of the new Switcher Studio sound effects. So we got that out of the way and here we are. Corey, um, welcome back. Tell us about the new book. It's a new edition, right? Yeah. So um, there's now officially three Instagram books out by the, the Dummies brand. Um, so we did the first Instagram for business for dummies. Um, I think it came out in 2018. And um, do you have that one too? Oh, I thought you were, I thought you were going down to, <laughs> to look for that version. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so that one came out and then we came out with Instagram for dummies, just not a business version, just for anybody that wanted to use it. And now, yeah, this is the second edition of Instagram for business for dummies. So this one, um, the first version sold really well and, um, is actually more popular than the Instagram for dummies one, I think, because, so many people, the questions lie in how can I use this for my business? Um, so, you know, they were more apt to buy a book that was really business and marketing focused and, and how to use Instagram to do, um, to do that. So um, the new one has uh, pretty much everything from the old one. Plus it has IGTV, it snuck in reels so that, um, it literally wasn't on our table of contents and then reels came out and we're like, Oh, this is too important. We have to get that one in there. So reels is in there. Um, and just, you know, we had to update all the screenshots. 
everything, all the instructions to do things have been updated um, to the most recent um, instructions. Of course, things change daily. So there's probably still things that have already gotten outdated, but that's, you know, what can you do with a, a published book with an online platform? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'd say the only thing that didn't sneak in there was guides because that came, you know, literally when the book was at the printer. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, I imagine it's certainly a challenge to 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 keep a book like that updated. Anyways, um, I am a big big fan of reels, and you know what? I, I'd like to hear your opinion on how does it work for businesses. So, for example. Um, I just had 10,000 views on my cat. So I don't know. You can kind of see it here on uh, on the side, my office treadmill. <laughs> my cat is lying on the treadmill. And I turn it on. And, of course, he falls off. And then he tries to get back on. Oh, right. Yeah. And, you know, so I put some, I put that music on it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, and had like 10,000 views. And so that's fun. But how how do how do how do businesses use Instagram Reels, for example, or and Instagram in general? Yeah, well, um, for the Reels part, um, honestly, I I haven't dived in or dove in to re using Reels as much myself. But for the business, the businesses that I have seen use it, and I, I follow a lot of other social media marketers. Um, you know, there are definitely those that are dancing around and, and doing that thing, which <clears throat> isn't really my thing, <laughs> but there's, there's other ways that you can share information. So there's lots of people that are doing um, tips, you know, like how to do something or the three best ways to do, you know, X, Y, Z. Um, I've seen some really great before and afters of, um, you know, people that are taking, garage sale finds like an old table and redoing that and doing a reel about it. Um, so that kind of thing, there's, there's a lot you can do with it. You just have to be creative and, um, you know, kind of think through a storyboard of how you're going to go about it. Um, and it's fun too. you know, it, I, I don't have a problem with people being silly and bringing light to things. And um, there's a lot of, women that I follow in the space that are, you know, in my age range that are, you know, just talking about funny things that, that women our age can relate to. So, um, and maybe they're selling products that are health and fitness related or, um, you know, business building related type things. And it, <clears throat> it doesn't always focus just on, you know, tips for business. Sometimes it's just, Hey, this is our lives. Ladies, can you relate? Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a ton of different ways that it can be used. Um, and I would definitely recommend, you know, creating a content calendar and trying to, um, really storyboard out what you're going for in the piece. Um, but then there's sometimes when you just, there's something that some trend that comes up, that's really viral that you just want to jump on. And, and those can be fun too. If you like to dance. Yay! <laughs> you dared me, Corey. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know if I'm gonna keep using these. Um, I, I didn't even think that's what the sound I was gonna make. But anyways, um, if you want to listen to my show on whether or not you need audio assets and sound effects, that was yesterday's show. Go back to that if you'd like to. So interesting about the trends. So I see a lot of people dancing. I'm not a dancer. I only. I'm the cat. 
uh, <laughs> at Instagrammer and, you know, uh, anything related to live streaming. Uh, but how about what kind of trends should brands hop on? And and, and really, what's, what's the definition of a brand? I mean, I see a lot of there's now teachers of Instagram. There's, of course, cats of Instagram. There's the fitness, whatever, right? There's, yeah. I mean, all kinds of different areas. So, so how, how do we think about that and get going? Well, I mean, a lot of times just, just watching other reels can give you ideas. Um, and a lot of times um, people will, will. So, so a lot of times what, what the trend is, is just, um, you know, there's some bit of audio that becomes really popular and people just interpret it in different ways. So it's funny if you go and you click on the audio of a reel and you look at all the different reels that have used that audio, it's, it's really interesting to see everybody's different takes on, on how it takes off. So those are some of the bigger trends that I've seen is, um, you know, people using a certain audio in a fun way and just interpreting it, you know, however fits for them. Yeah, that's kind of the way to do it. For example, if you're not a dancing, um, a dancing brain, but certainly um, there are ways to participate. Um, a little frozen up here, must be the internet. That's kind of the world we live in. At least I'm not talking on mute so that's half the battle um was so i freezing i think both of us were but it's kind of uh, hard because the camera is up there and then i have to look down here to see what's going on so i don't yeah. know but uh we haven't gotten any complaints yet so we will just keep going that's kind of what happens today anyway so if you're starting with uh, are you a proponent of having like an integrated instagram stats or how um, how does it look? What What's your recommendation to brands? Um, well, what I like to do is um, go through and I think they should try a little bit of everything and see what sticks. So um, most of our, if you have a business account or a creator account, you are going to be able to look at all of your insights, which is super important. So I would suggest you know, if you're just starting out, sometimes you can go to a competitor's account even and look at, okay, what's working for them? They're doing, say they're doing lots of reels or they're doing lots of video or when they do a carousel post, it really takes off and they really get lots of likes and comments. Um, so um, I, I would say, you know, do your research, do a little bit of everything in the beginning and see what sticks and then do more of whatever takes off. Um, and like I said in the beginning, if you don't have any of that, maybe look at a competitor's account. And I never advocate, you know, copying or stealing, but just see what works for them and see if you can somehow, you know, transfer that over and interpret it for your business. And of course, the one thing to remember as well um, is things change all the time, right? Sure. And so when I look at Instagram Reels, I mean, sometimes they work really well, and sometimes I'm already seeing a dip. But when I first started doing them early on, for example, um, you know, I think they were trying to get content in front of people. And since I was one of the, I don't want to say few people using them, but fewer or lesser or whatever, fewer, yeah. I guess, 
then, you know, in general, they were showing it to more people. So that's always kind of like hop on the trend and, and write it as long as you can, right? Yeah, that's very true. Whenever there's anything new coming out, if you are one that's an early adopter, you're usually going to win out um, because Facebook, Instagram, pretty much all of the, um, you know, TikTok, any of those, anytime they come out with any new thing, they want it to take off. So they reward the people that are, you know, doing it early and they show um, favor to them in the algorithm. So if, if you're one that jumps on that bandwagon really quick, you are going to do better. Yeah, very interesting. Of course, I currently also put live streaming into this category. And guys, if you are watching on um, Amazon Live, it's the now I'm featuring it for a second here. Going Live is coming out. Um, and then I come back to Corey's book, of course, um, but it's in the carousel down there as well. But how it's kind of hard sometimes to to spot those trends, right? I mean, how do you... I mean, you try to keep up just for the book's sake, right? I mean, yeah. how are you going to update the next time? How do you even keep up? What trend is worth to chase and what trend is not worth to chase? Yeah, you know, I mean, personally, I, a lot of mine is how, how difficult it is to, to create. So, for instance, like IGTV, I never really jumped on that. Um, and it... It hasn't taken off how they've wanted it to. Um, so it, it's really hard to say, but with Instagram, it feels like you can tell pretty quickly. Like Reels seems like it's really, you know, taking shape and they put it in the, as soon as things start going in the explore page, you know, that's what they really want to push and that's what's going to get more popular. Um, so yeah, you just have to kind of be watching. And I, I do, hop on a lot of different um, webcasts and I stay up to date with, you know, social media examiner and things like that. So that's how I personally stay on top of things. But I know for a lot of business owners, they, you know, that's, this is my business to know these things, but for a lot of business owners, they don't, they don't have the time to devote to, you know, keeping up with all of this. So, um, so if they can kind of check in with, with, you know, maybe one big account, like, like I said, social media examiner is a good one to follow because they are always on top of um, whatever the latest trend is and how to execute it. Yeah, absolutely. And and sometimes you just kind of have to gloss over them. So, for example, yeah. IGTV, I do upload some of these episodes to IGTV and it's totally, for the most part, a waste of my time because, you know, it's <laughs> like 20 views and it took yeah. me half an hour or whatever to upload the video. And sometimes if I'm on my phone or my iPad Pro, I, I, you know, I can't even upload the whole thing. I have to go to a desktop computer and blah, blah, blah. It's just too much work. Um, but yeah. Reels, interesting. So you mentioned storyboarding Reels, but Reels are only 15 seconds. I mean, what, um, so how do you, I mean, I, I don't know. I Sometimes it's harder for me to write shorter than as opposed to longer uh, yeah. here or, or how do you, how do you plan those? I mean, it doesn't have to be this whole elaborate thing, mostly just, um, you know, what your topic is going to be. And just if you're like, if you're going to do something where you have, um, you know, words popping up, maybe storyboard out like, okay, what words am I going to use? Um, what song might go with this or what audio? So it can be, it can be a quick thing, a quick, you know, kind of sketch out thing. 
Um, but it can help you in the planning and make it a little bit easier. I, I still do a lot of things, you know, handwritten <laughs> old school like that. So even just, you know, tossing down some notes on a piece of paper and saying, okay, I'm going to have, you know, these five things pop up can be helpful. Yeah, I actually do that too. And, and here's my little secret since I'm working at home. Um, I don't buy any paper. What I do, this is really behind the scenes, inside baseball. You guys all want to know. I don't buy any paper, but I always write stuff down on paper. So what I do is I keep all the um, the junk mail, you know, all the recycling, and I write on the back um, and the envelopes. And it's fine because nobody ever sees it, right? It's me, yeah. and it goes from here to here to the recycling. So um, it feels like, Corey, we've spent a lot of time on reels. Um, maybe it doesn't deserve that much time, but let's talk about organic uh strategies in general so i know everybody always talks about the paid we got to pay you got to pay to play blah 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 can you survive and thrive on instagram with just an organic strategy today yeah i mean i really think you can if you have if you put out the right content um if you use a mix of content i think that's also important um or if you just know if you do the research and figure out what your audience likes, um, then you don't necessarily need to spend a lot of money on ads. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that just put out really good content. Either it's informational and people are like clamoring for that information or it's just super funny. Um, and so they don't need to do that. So I would say if you're not going to use any paid advertising, show up regularly, you know, you have to post consistently, um, find out what your audience loves and do more of that. And then in the beginning, if you need help, you know, you can promote a post um, that's, that's going to help you. But, um, but if you, if you create the content that your audience wants and you use the right hashtags and you engage on other people's mm -hmm. accounts, it's definitely possible. Yeah, very interesting. And there's certainly accounts I follow that I don't think they ever sponsor anything. I just see them organically in my feed. Yeah. And, you know, then there's some people who show up as suggested content time. And sometimes I follow them. And then at some point I get tired of their content because they post nonstop. And yeah. I follow them and they show up again. So they must be doing yeah. something right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure about those inner workings, but, um, for sure. Um, your audience can get sick of seeing you in their feed all the time and they might go away if, <laughs> if you post too much. Yeah. But then of course, if you show up again, I mean, it's, it's like the, you know, I don't know, you leave and you come back kind of thing. Very interesting. How, um, how do you sustain it though? So what's interesting about Instagram too is, I mean, it has to be image based, right? So you can't like on, on Twitter, for example, I mean, if you send a bunch of tweets to be approved by whomever feels like they have to put everybody through, um, you can't do that on Instagram, right? Because you need a picture. Um, right. And so how do we get pictures as a brand? I mean, should we just go to get some stock art or, or how do we get good photos? Um, I mean, stock art is an option. I don't love stock art. Um, I mean, especially not to use it just as a standalone thing. If you're going to incorporate it, like I'm a huge fan of Canva. So if you want to take stock art and put it 
in something and brand it and, you know, add text. But I see a lot of um, small businesses like say a CPA or, you know, something like that. And they'll just find some random stock photo of a dude like writing. <laughs> it's like, okay, no one, no one cares. Like that's, that's not interesting. You can tell they're just putting stuff out there to put it out there. So um, if you can, you know, take, take some of your own photos and they don't have to be perfect, but, you know, incorporate, if you're the business owner, incorporate you or your staff. Um, so those are some, some easy ways to do it. Um, you can use Canva. Like I said, if you want to um, just do some text, you know, quotes or tips or things like that, if you don't have access to, you know, a lot of good photography, um, again, using some stock photos mixed in with your brand can also be good. Um, I mean, those are some of the, the easy go-tos. And um, one thing on sustaining is really before you get started, you need to decide, okay, is it say the business owner? Like if you're a sole proprietor, are you the one that's going to post all the time? Or if you have a team, is someone going to post for you and be dedicated to that? Or are you going to hire maybe a freelancer or an agency to do it? Um, because what I find and what I often suffer from myself is if you're the sole proprietor and you're trying to run your business and you're trying to post all the time, a lot of times that falls by the wayside because you have other fires that you need to put out and other just busy day-to-day -day stuff. Um, so if that doesn't work, you probably need to look into either hiring someone on staff if you have that you know large of a business that you can afford to do that or pay someone to help you out. Um, or one thing that is helpful for me when I'm extra motivated is, um, <laughs> I'll take, you know, say like one day a month, I'll just go and I'll take a day off from, you know, emails and all of the, the regular stuff and I'll create a bunch of posts, schedule it and like later or Hootsuite, um, and get that all set, do a content calendar, you know, think of some other ideas. So if you can take a day or two each month and batch it up, um, that's a really great way for someone that has their own business to, you know, keep things going, schedule it out, but still take time, you know, a few times a week minimum to go out and answer those questions, comments, and interact with other accounts. And so, of course, that's actually that's one of the benefits, right, of having a business account because you can schedule to them directly. Is that correct yes. from Buffer yes. and Hootsuite and whatever? Yeah, for a business account or a creator account, um, you can schedule it out directly um, through. Mm -hmm. in, that's what I usually use, you know, later or something like that. And you can um, through Facebook's Creator Studio. You can also um, schedule Instagram posts. And that. Yeah, that's always something I think a lot of brands forget about. In fact, I remember a campaign when, um, when somebody, uh, when 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 the company I was helping, um, they were running campaigns on Facebook and Instagram, and I went up to whoever was selling them and I said, "Hey, how is that Instagram campaign going?" And he said, "Well, I said no. I said, how what are clients saying about that Instagram campaign?" And he said, "What Instagram campaign?" <laughs> so they were just pushing it automatically, right, from Facebook yes. to Instagram. And I said, "You probably want to mention that and say." 
we're going to Facebook and Instagram, right? That's a bigger selling point. It's easy to forget about. Um, yeah. If you were to schedule posts, Corey, how how many? Like, I, I know people, you know, it depends. That answer we doesn't count. But how many times a day should we be posting to Instagram if we schedule posts once or twice or or more or, or what's yeah the I mean I wouldn't do I probably wouldn't do more than two I usually have um you know when I have clients I'll say you need to do you know a minimum of three times a week um that's that's a little light like if if you can post you know at least all of the days of the week um that's probably optimal but I think after you hit you know two posts a day people start getting tired of it because it's hard to come up with really good content that many times a week. So you're probably putting out some crappy fluff to be honest, you know, just to get those posts out there. So I, I believe in quality over quantity for sure. Yeah, me too. No, no doubt. Um, of course, that's always in the eye of the beholder, right? Whether or not it's crap or, or, or not. <laughs> Uh, crap, by the way, friendly reminder to everyone listening who hasn't heard this in five seconds. Um, crap stands for content really annoying to people, so we don't want to do oh, that. I, I, didn't sure. that. I, just, I just lovingly use that word all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's, somebody asked me a while back, I used it, I don't know, a few years ago, Corey, and they they said, what, what, what does, does crap stand for something? And I said, yeah, content really annoying to people. Um, <laughs> Who knows? I just made it up, and now I don't know. It's sticking, I guess, to an extent. What um, is Instagram? Is, is it a good strategy for all businesses? I mean, I know those absolutes are kind of always. Uh, the answer usually is no, I guess. But who should go on Instagram? Is it everybody, or is it certain categories shouldn't do it? Um, you know, it's it's applicable to most. There's definitely, I found some, um, you know, just kind of scrolling through before I've found some, um, B2B, if you're in a really like specific industry, like a technical wing nut kind of thing, it's, it's hard to come up with interesting content that works on Instagram. It's not impossible if you've got someone really creative that can, you know, do some out of the box thinking to come up with some fun content that um, maybe you wouldn't think of doing, you know, like I, I always go back to the old um, uh, content about the blenders, like will it blend? And they have the blender and they put like CDs in there and stuffed animals and all sorts of crazy yeah. stuff. So if, if you can find something like that, it might work. But there are some industries where it's just like, yeah, I'm not sure, you know, how many people want to see a video about this or information about this. It's very, you know, niche and tiny. Yeah, it's so, of course, the answer always is right. It's not always everything is for everyone. Um, but yeah. if you have good images, especially, I think it's worth trying. Um, and, and people should use hashtags, right? I mean, I kind of oh, yeah. undervalued hashtags previously, but um, hashtags are important to be found as well. Well, definitely. Yeah. And I mean, there is something to say about you could have something really specific, use really good hashtags, and you might not have, you know, 50,000 followers, but maybe you have 600 followers that are way into your content. And that's all you need, 
that's, you know, all the amount you need to get the sales that you need and things like that. So um, again, quality over quantity, it could be that those numbers translate into good sales for you. So, you know, I never like to say never do this because there are instances where it can work. Yeah. And, you know, one thing I do want to give a shout out to uh, Corey and her uh, co-authors, of course, Jen Herman. I, I ran into Jen um, at a conference in San Diego. I don't know how many years ago now, four years ago. And Eric, how do you say Eric's last name? You too. And, but I, I want to show this to you guys quickly. I know everybody here uh, is trying to tell better stories, but when you look at the book, I'm always a big fan. There's some, but if they're not formatted well, if it looks like crap, so to speak, or, you know, whatever, it's really hard to pay attention, but take a look at this book. I don't know if you guys can see that, right? We got good headlines. We have paragraphs that are skimmable. We have more headlines. And then there is, Plenty of images in here. So I wouldn't call it, I would not say, I like the book, Corey, but I wouldn't necessarily cuddle up with it on the couch, right? Um, <laughs> no, you I know, but it, what? I understand that. <laughs> but, you know, it's you, you can kind of jump around and you can see, okay, I didn't know that. I have to learn that. So keep that in mind as you are creating content. You know, move away from just dumping paragraphs on. formatted well the way they did it in this book hopefully um people enjoy it i know i did see some clicks over here on amazon I'm, i haven't been monitoring the other channels sorry guys if there's any questions we'll get back to them later Corey, it was great to have you back on the show one of the few uh repeat guests definitely worth oh, an honor. Time. i need the applause <laughs> oh hold on one second <laughs> Those, I think that might be the best one, when you know, or maybe <laughs> it is kind of like the morning DJ to yeah. an extent. So thanks for <laughs> thanks for the prompt. Of course, really appreciate you sharing your knowledge once again. Thank you for having me. Great, thanks everyone for watching and listening. Until next time. That's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.